Jeff's, Jeff's Wonder Man. And welcome, folks, to the 22nd episode of The Wonderland and the second episode in Series 2. So that's a bunch of twos, which is better than a bunch of fives in anyone's language. Anyway, the subject of today's episode, or at least the springboard from which we shall leap fearlessly from the heights of accepted logic and wisdom into the murky depths of the Wonderland, is the concept of, are you ready for this? Death by natural causes. And why this label needs to be pondered, examined, reconsidered, extrapolated, dissected, dismantled, reassembled, dribbled over and stuff like that. But before we take the gloves off and get into it, I want to dedicate this edition of The Wonderland to the late Steve Irwin, one of my fellow Queenslanders who many of you will remember was an Australian wildlife expert and TV documentary presenter back in the 90s and the early part of this century, right up until he died in 2006 following an up-close and personal stingray encounter whilst snorkelling. Now, you wouldn't get a cause of death any more natural than Steve Irwin's given what he did and loved doing. I mean, that is, spending a fair amount of time around extremely dangerous animals in their own habitats. Did we feel sorry when Steve bought the farm? Yes. Were many of us really that surprised? No, I don't think so. In fact, of all the deaths that have occurred since man turned up on this planet, his would have been the most natural of all, or one of them anyway, given his line of work. Unnaturally natural, if you ask me. And I'd even venture to suggest that it was more or less the way Steve would have wanted to go. Perhaps just not quite as early. And so with those thoughts in mind, it's time for us to move into a not unrelated edition of everyone's favourite segment of the show. Yes, it's Theory Time. Yo, you can't know what you can't know. I'm going to tell you what I think I know. And I know what I know. This is what I know. And welcome to Theory Time, during which we shall be looking at the relatively recent phenomenon of Fogta. And what the hell is Fogta, I hear you ask? Well, you've all heard of FOMO, which is fear of missing out, and FOGO, which is fear of going out, FOGI, which is fear of joining in, and FUJI, which is a Japanese mountain. But this is Fogta, which is, yep, that's right. Fear of going to Australia, and it's definitely a thing. And just like Paul Hogan, also known as Crocodile Dundee, before him, Steve Irwin did help to put Australia on the map. But ironically, I think the Australian tourist industry might have actually breathed a sigh of relief upon news of his passing. Because one result of the TV documentary Steve made was to make people absolutely terrified of going down under because... These shows managed to convince a great many prospective tourists that they would almost certainly be killed by a spider, snake, shark or a crocodile pretty much within minutes of stepping off the plane, when all they really wanted to do was to take a nice holiday and see a few kangaroos and koalas in the process. As an Australian, I would like to throw this in here now for whatever it's worth, okay? Look, our wildlife, dangerous or not, tends to be more frightened of you than you are of it. And so the vast majority of those species which might end up being injurious to your health will have actually buggered off well before you even know that they were there. There are a few exceptions, of course, namely crocodiles and sharks, who really don't seem to be too afraid of anything and are mostly motivated by a permanent case of the munchies. 
My personal opinion is that anyone insane enough to venture into the very few parts of Australia inhabited by dangerous crocodiles deserves what they get. And as far as sharks are concerned, look, the chances of even seeing one in the wild, let alone being attacked by one, given the amount of Australian coastline available for swimming and surfing, are still extremely slim. Look, quite honestly, you've got more chances of being killed by a runaway shopping trolley outside Kmart. Now, it could be reasonably argued that anyone who's so easily dissuaded from visiting our beautiful, friendly and rather safe country on the basis of something they'd seen on the telly, which existed purely to attract ratings, shouldn't be allowed in any way. Look, on account of the fact that we in Australia have quite enough idiots of our own, thank you very much. But back to the actual topic. Look, if your demise is the result of being hit on the head by, say, a falling branch or a coconut, or even from being the object of a snack attack by a wild animal while you're in its natural habitat, should this not also be classified as death by natural causes? Of course it should, because that thing which has led you to be not breathing anymore is a part of nature and was almost certainly there well before you were. And so you can hardly be surprised if things take an unfortunate turn and you end up in a box. This is what I know. Theory time. Yes, that's it for Theory Time for another week. And we're now going to go from boxes to baskets in the form of Song of the Day. Now, we're taking another track off my second most recent album, Canvas of My Memory, and the name of that track is Too Hard Basket. Now... Most of you will think, what on earth is a two-hard basket? This surprises me, or at least it did when I brought out the song and no one knew what the hell that meant. It's apparently an Australian expression, which basically means, let's imagine you've got a desk, right? You're sitting at your desk and you've got your in-basket and your out-basket. And then you've got your two-hard basket. And the two-hard basket contains all the stuff that you don't want to deal with, which I think is pretty nifty. Anyway... Let's have a bit of a listen to the song. I know you don't want to hear that four-letter word That you won't believe everything that you've heard Now just don't know where you've gone, you were wrong But you gave me this song so long Let's make a plan and write it all down Tell the thing to everybody in town Spread the word all over the place Disgrace Now there's egg on his face in this case So many people wanting it all can never understand just why they fall Now they got their backs to the wall I guess the two hard basket is full And now the two hard basket is full I guess the two hard basket is full I think the two I think the song really is a commentary on human behaviour and how we trip ourselves up, which we seem to do with great regularity. If I could have, when what they really mean is I 
Anyway, folks, I think we're going to fade it out now. And if you'd like to hear more of that song, please pop over to Spotify or YouTube or iTunes or Amazon Music or any of those places. And uh, you can listen to the whole song, the whole album. Or you can go to jeffhealy.com and order the CD. So there. Now, we're pretty much in this week's home stretch, everyone. And as is often the case, our last segment is connected to the theme of today's show. And so once again... I present to you the part of the show considered to be at least 86.7% as good as the other parts. Yes, it's Jeff's Thought of the Day. I was thinking about something, I think it was the thought of the day. I think, I think it was the thought of the day. Welcome to the thought of the day. Welcome to the thought of the day. Now... Further on our theme of death by natural causes, I've had a related thought which I need to share with you. Has anyone ever died, I wonder, as a result of duck attack? Well, look, I don't know, but of course, that too could also be classified as death by natural causes. That is, unless said duck is out of its environment. Let's say you're sitting at a restaurant table, okay, and then suddenly, out of the corner of your eye, you become aware of a duck approaching your table with what you perceive as malicious intent. Now, at the ever-present wonderland risk of going off track, this hypothetical scenario raises other problems, in that a duck cannot express a smile, a frown, a snarl, or anything similar. It's just a duck, and all it's got is a not-terribly-threatening-looking beak, right? It also does not have arms or anything with which it could wield an offensive weapon of any kind. And so, ladies and gentlemen of the jury, I put it to you that the suggestion that the duck was culpable on account of it having entered into an environment other than its own and considered an immediate and present danger by the diner in question is ludicrous. The defence rests. Case dismissed. And so, for death to be by natural causes, it would also need to take place in an environment where the offending object or animal is a naturally occurring feature. It does, however, raise the question of how exactly that would happen. Ducks, as we all know, are grazers. Therefore, one would probably end up being nibbled to death by the duck, which would take a very long time. So, I think we'd be talking a slow and tickly death. But natural. I think, I think it was the thought of the day. Yes, that was thought of the day. And you might remember that last week I introduced a new segment, Take It From Me, and I mentioned that this would be an occasional addition to the show. Well, it just so happens that today is another occasion. So it's time to put on your big girl pants and fasten your seatbelts for Take It From Me. Oh, so life's got you wondering. How you gonna take it? Well, you can take it from me. Yeah, you can take it from me. And today on Take It From Me, we're going to be looking at the word meal. This is one word which I think we're all taking much too seriously and have done for far too long. There is a popular, probably mostly Western connotation that a meal must consist of different elements, say meat, vegetables, salad, etc., etc., Okay, I say bollocks to that. 
I believe that we need to listen to and trust our bodies a little bit more when it comes to food and how we consume it, rather than just continue to follow old habits because we've always done it that way. For example, if I want to have a cold leftover schnitzel out of the fridge, not heated up, with no sauce involved and with no accompanying vegetables or salad, then I will have that. And so I should, because my body will complain at some point if it doesn't agree with me. And I will then be inclined towards other foods, which my body feels that it needs. Now, bear in mind that this complaint could come in the form of things like malnutrition, obesity, illness, no energy, or in the worst case scenario, death. But look, I'm a big believer in people taking responsibility for their decisions and learning from their mistakes. And so, folks, I believe the word meal is outmoded, that it should be struck from the English language along with its equivalent in every other language and that we should be treating food as food and just calling it food and just bloody well getting on with things. Well, you can take it from me. Yeah, you can take it from me. And that brings us boldly to the end of yet another edition of Jeff Healy's Wonderland. I certainly hope you've all enjoyed the show, folks. And if you have, don't forget to hit that subscribe button or the like button or the thumbs up button, depending, of course, on which app you're listening from. And remember, you can drop me a line anytime on my website. That's jeffhealy.com or by email at jeffhealy at yahoo.com if you've got any questions, comments, suggestions or really good recipes for fried chicken. So stay safe, everyone, play nice with the other kids, and I'll see you back here next week for another inexplicable episode of My Wonderland. Gotta get the teacher's wonderland. Gotta come back to the